Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I am Mark Jenkins. Welcome to a Wealth Wisdom Wellness Wednesday. What's going on, fam? How you feeling? Awesome. Hey, everybody. 
All right, Great. all right, all right. What, what, what did everybody eat today? Did we have something healthy because it's a Wednesday? You know I'm going to ask. Yes. What, what, what'd you do, Monica? What'd you have? Oh my God, you guys, I am in love with these, I'm in love with these protein waffles I invented. It is eggs and whey protein powder with some vanilla, a few drops of stevia, some cinnamon, unfreaking believable mm, What That's did you put in the pan? Food. What do you mean? So it doesn't stick. Oh, I used to uh, do it in a waffle iron, or if you do it as a pancake, you can just put a little coconut oil on the on the pan. It's fantastic. You're going to thank me for the rest of your life. Ah, okay. I'm going to try that. Very good. Very good. Well, welcome, guys. I hope everybody's uh, uh, holding fast to their challenges, whatever challenge that they're on. I hope they're focused, doing great. You, you locked and loaded in, and uh, I'm going to try to give you some information that you can apply to the challenges, and more importantly, after the challenge, so you can keep uh, keep on your fitness journey and keep everything going. Today, I thought I would talk about um, what's trending in health and wellness and, and, and what's popping and what's really interesting. And I wanted you guys to look at it from a couple of different perspectives. I wanted you to check it out from the, uh, the uh, person who's on the fitness journey perspective, trying to see what, what you're going to do after the challenge, how you can get most bang for your buck with this information I'm giving you so you can uh, continue your wellness um, pursuits. And also as an entrepreneur, you know, because uh, a lot of times people talk about how uh, it's too expensive to uh, work out and it's too expensive to eat healthy and how they can't afford to invest in their wellness and their entrepreneurial pursuits at the same time. But perhaps you can, you know, log into some of these trends and, you know, diversify into the wellness uh, business. It's a $43 trillion a year industry. So I encourage all of you guys, you know, uh, to see if you can supplement your wellness in the wellness industry. A lot of people are doing that. That, in fact, is a, is a big trend right now, is people getting online and beginning to coach just, just so they can supplement their own wellness. Um, so that's what I wanted to get into today. And with that being said, what do you guys think the number one workout trend is for 2021 any guesses the anybody peloton. Hmm? the peloton bike hey that's a close one that's a close one that's a uh but it's not number one i think it's that i think that's number three any other guesses but that big sales in peloton this stock went up crazy anybody who was involved with that they did well uh anybody uh any other guesses what's that mirror thing Oh, yeah, that's another big one. That's on the list, too. That's below Peloton. Yeah, the mirror. Yeah, that's, that's below Peloton. But the biggest one, the biggest fitness trend of 2021 is working out outdoors. The uh, outdoor working out, people going hiking, running, walking, uh, even lifting outside or taking sessions to the park is up 14% from the start of uh, 220. And that means 59% of our most active adults chose outdoor activities like running, training, or hiking as the best way to stay fit. So that was a big one, uh, super crazy. Uh, are you guys taking advantage of getting outside? Uh, are you fresh air? Because one good thing about training outside is free. So when people talk about expenses as far as working out, a good way to get a workout where you don't have to incur any additional expenses is to take it outside. A lot of the parks now have the uh, circuits that you can actually work out on and get a decent workout and come out and hit it and get your total body done within the circuit and then keep your cardiovascular up because you're running to each circuit or jogging, whatever you're doing. So that's a good tip. Um, another big trip. Can anybody, uh, what's, what's the number one business trend? Can anybody guess what the number one, the biggest business trend is for 
uh, fitness right now? What do you think, people? Where do you think the money's at right now? What do you think, guys? Meditation. Is that Glenn meditation? That hey, that that was close. That that's actually partially correct. The uh, the biggest one is um, online training. So meditation is in fact a part of online training. So you get a, you get a partial correct for that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I give you I give you a C. I give you a C plus for that one. Okay. All right. I'll take <laughs> but yeah, that's a big that's a big trend right now. Uh, everybody now is taking um, their businesses online. The online training and coaching is up three hundred percent. Since 200, uh, since um, since 2020. So uh, me, in fact, now, I mean, most of my income prior to the pandemic was me touring with people or doing uh, 30 to 40 day intensives and one on one clients. But not the majority of my clients are, in fact, online. I just got my first client in um, Japan today, which is interesting. And I got one in India. So I'm getting up at all times of the day. But it's interesting to connect uh, globally. So a great time for business. The way I see it going as uh, trainers. People are going to start connecting like um, super groups. It's going to be like super trainers or trainers that have uh, groups of trainers. So people are buying into packages so they don't have to segment the money. So that's where I see the trend going is um, trainers and coaches collaborating and uh, getting programs that they can get a whole bunch of people in and pool their audiences. So, again, good opportunity if you guys are interested in the business aspect of uh, health and wellness. What do you think? Okay, so let's talk about the number one product. So what do you think, guys, is now is the number one product of uh, health and wellness of 2021? Athletic wear. You'll never guess. You'll never guess. The number one uh, workout product is the um, those massage guns that everybody does with the high frequency that shoot now, the balls, you know, the crazy ones that are, that are super intense. That is the uh, number one selling product, So, which is uh, indicates that people are, are trying to recover or they're getting a little beat up from their training. So uh, uh, a rehabilitative product is number one. You usually think it was a exercise product. So that was interesting. I hope you guys are incorporating um, uh, recovery into your workouts. That means stretching and or rolling after every exercise. All you guys who are involved in challenges, you know, you can only train as hard as you recover. Uh, and recovery involves uh, stretching, so you can release that lactic acid out of the muscles, proper diet, so the muscles can actually repair, and all that has to happen when you are what? Sleeping, guys. So you have to get rest as well. So you got to follow all those components to get in shape. But the number one product, so crazy, is, uh, is actually those massage guns. And what do you think the um, number one training technique of 2021 is? Any guesses on that, fam? What are they doing outside? Like, what's the activity? Running. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. But uh, the high, the, the biggest thing that people are doing right now, uh, fitness-wise and trends, is still high-intensity interval training. Uh, that was the number one trend since 2014. In 2018, it fell to number three, and now it's back up to number two. Uh, closing in on number one. And if all you guys are not familiar with high-intensity interval training, that is um, short bursts of maximal effort uh, followed by short periods of recovery in between. So what that does, if you do HIIT training before you exercise, you get your heart rate up to 85 to 90% of your maximal heart rate. So when you get off of the machine and you work out, you, your heart rate falls within the fat-burning zone. So you are then burning fat and building muscle at the same time as you're working out. So a lot harder because, you know, it is called high-intensity interval training, but it shortens the amount of time 
that you actually have to do cardio and you burn fat for a longer period of time because you elevated your heart rate at a higher level than sustained cardio. So HIIT training has been shown to burn fat uh, hours after the HIIT training session is completed. So a good way to start off with HIIT training, five to seven minutes, every two sessions at a minute. So you do five, five, six, 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 seven, 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 eight. And of those intervals, let's say you're on a recumbent bike, you're on a stationary bike, you'll do your first minute as a warm-up. After that, you hit your 30-second burst as fast as you can. After that, you hit your 30-second recovery with low resistance. And then you'll go back and forth until you get to seven minutes. You repeat that twice, you'll add a minute. And you keep adding a minute every two sessions until you get to 15 minutes. After 15 minutes, you go back down to seven minutes, but you change the apparatus. And this is where people make a mistake. They keep on doing the same type of HIIT training. But after 15 minutes, your body starts to become efficient and you start to acclimate. So once it starts getting easy, if you want to continue your fat burning, you want to switch apparatuses and start back to seven minutes. So if you did it on the recumbent bike once, you'll take it back to the treadmill the next time. So I hope that anybody got any questions on HIIT training. But that is the uh, growing trend right now. That's what people are doing outside. So... You know, you could do high-intensity interval training in the beginning of a workout, but what I find is effective with clients is if I do a little aerobic burst in the middle of the session or every two sets just to keep that heart rate up to ensure the person is in a fat-burning zone. And if you want to definitely ensure your heart rate's in the fat-burning zone, uh, you can go to number uh, number three biggest trend this year in fitness, which is uh, wearables. People have been uh, relying on their wearable technology for fitness is up um, 16% this year. Uh, big increase in the wearable technology uh, uh, market. They've got more effective uh, with actually gauging the heart rate. Before, I know a lot of them were actually using an algorithm, not the actual heart rate. A lot of companies got sued for that. But now, they're pretty much getting the accurate heart rate where you can get a good level and, and, and a pretty good read. The technology is good right now. So what that, that does, if you use the heart uh, monitors the wearables now you can make sure that you're in a fat burning zone within your workout your maximal heart rate does anybody know that formula for the maximal heart rate so they can use the uh, wearable properly uh, I'll give you the formula right now your maximal heart rate is your age uh, uh, minus two uh, uh, your age minus 220 that is your that is your maximal heart rate so that's that's uh, that's your max. That's that's takes you to your limit, right? Two twenty minus your age. So if you're forty, that's one eighty is your maximum heart rate. In other words, so, so fat burning is between sixty and seventy five percent of uh, uh, of that. So you want to maintain that during your workout. You know you're tapping into your fat stores, and that's how you properly use the the wearable to get the data so you can ensure that you're in a fat burning zone. And when you do your intervals, you want to make sure you're at eighty five to ninety percent of that of that uh, threshold. So you're pushing, and this way you maintain your aerobic capacity as you age. So the wearables definitely give you a, a huge, huge advantage. Um, there's a cool wearable now called uh, Athos, and uh, I loved using this one because with Athos, you can actually put it on the client, and uh, they were like uh, tights, and they were uh, a top, a tank top. And with those, uh, it read out on your iPhone how much muscle fiber was recruited in each muscle group. So I could look at my phone if you're doing a leg curl or a squat and I could see if you were overcompensating on your right leg, how much fibers, muscle fibers you were recruiting, if it was actually hitting your glutes. So this gave me the data to custom tailor the workouts
but uh, you can still get a hold of it. Um, it used to be, uh, I didn't hit as big as I thought it was, but if you guys are really into training and really want to get your workouts as effective, that's definitely a wearable that I would be on the look for. It's uh, called Athos. So definitely uh, check that one out because uh, it, it definitely shows you and you can read out and see if you're overcompensating one leg or one limb more than the other. Gives you your heart rate, all of that stuff through one wearable. So that was something that that's definitely unique to the market you should check out. Um, another big thing was the um, Bowflex uh, dumbbells. You know, those dumbbells that you can click, that just one pair of dumbbells, but you can adjust to different weights because people are taking their workouts in home now and hitting the gym there. So that was always a good investment business-wise for people. And another one that was trending, scales are up. People want to know how much they weigh. They got that pandemic weight, you know, and the holidays are coming soon, so they want to track their body fat. But what's cool about the scales now they track your body fat, weight. It gives you a big picture view of your body because everything reads out on your phone. So that was uh, that was really cool. I was surprised to see that um, uh, the cycling uh, bike was on the list, but I was surprised to see not many supplements or vitamins. I thought that there would be more vitamins uh, based on the pandemic. People would be trying to enhance their immune system. But I find that interesting. There wasn't too much um, supplementation on there or anything about phytonutrients or how they enhance the immune system or um, prebiotics and uh, stuff like that. I thought that would be higher on the list. I didn't see many supplements on the uh, list, but I did see orthotics, and, uh, which makes sense because more people are outside right now. So more people are training outside, more people are having foot problems or they're realizing that their shoe is not the best. So orthotics are on the rise. All right. You guys got any questions so far? No questions, but you're doing a great job. Great job. This is Ramon, Mark. Hey, I appreciate it, Ramon. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you liking the information. Uh, in addition to the high intensity uh, interval training, another uh, interesting thing that's on the rise that's trending in fitness because again, people are outside. They're resorting to more body weight training, and uh, I find this interesting because the body weight training is a double edged sword, right? You know, you got your body weight, so you don't have to pay. You know, it's free, again, but you are using your body weight for every exercise as opposed to in the gym where you're using a percentage of your body weight. When you stick that pin, <laughs> you know, in the weight stack and it says 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 pounds, that's a percentage of your body weight. So you're able to train a lot safer and within your parameters. A lot of people are not strong enough, believe it or not, to utilize their own body weight in certain positions. Uh, I've seen people get injured doing dips at home. You know, because they're just not strong enough to support their, their triceps are not strong enough to push their upper body back up to the upper position, uh, improper push-up position. You see a lot of that online uh, training. So I'm a real stickler when I'm watching people and doing my fitness challenges. When you're doing your push-ups and your pressing movements at home and using your body weight, you want to make sure your shoulders are coming in front of your fingertips. If, you're, if they're not, if your shoulders are behind your fingers, that means you're putting undue pressure on your shoulder and rotator cuff when you're doing push-ups. So you definitely want to... Make sure you follow your alignment. Your shoulders are always depressed when you do your pressing movements. You always want to have scapular depression. Important for saving your shoulders in the long run. So, you know, but with that being said, uh, body weight exercises are up. People are doing more bear crawls, more planks. They're doing uh, wall squats. They're doing more pull-ups and lunges. Uh, it's went up from number 13 uh, last year, and now it's uh, hovering between eight and nine as far as uh, types of training and modalities. So definitely, um, you know, uh, body weight training. But I would 
as well as to use the body weight training, maybe invest in a pair of bands so I can do a couple of exercises and definitely do some uh, rotator cuff exercises to strengthen your rotator cuff with the bands before you get into your heavy body weight pressing movements with the push-ups. Uh, same thing with squats, uh, using your body weight. You always want to make sure that that knee is not coming too out in front of your big toe when you squat, so you're putting pressure on the knee. You want to be sitting back on the heel, using your whole foot to drive you through the floor as opposed to uh, focusing too much, pushing with your toes and putting that weight into your knees and your quads. If you want to develop your glutes and hamstrings, you got to be pushing with your heels. So very important alignment when you're at home using body weight exercises because, the, you know, using your full body weight. So the, the margin for error is a little bit less. You got to be a little bit more of a stickler for form. Uh, so you guys, it's very important, you know, maybe get an online trainer and look at you every couple of sessions or every month just to check out your form. Do one session a month with a good trainer just to make sure you're training safe and then you can get back to your normal routine. Uh, any questions, comments, guys? This is Monica. You know I have a comment, Mark. <laughs> All right, let's go, Monica. This is Monica in the turquoise ring, and um, I really am so glad that you brought up body weight because the majority of my transformation and in, into strength training really was as a result of body weight training. I never trained at a gym. I always trained at home, and I do all kinds of things like you mentioned. There's animal flow, which is fantastic. There's calisthenics. There's um, your pull-ups. A pull-up bar is an amazing piece of equipment. Gymnastic rings just uses body weight. There is an unending number of things you can do without ever buying a single piece of um, equipment other than using your weight. So there, it just opens up an entire world especially for those of you who travel like I do. I live on the road. And so body weight is one of my chief um, modalities. So thank you for, for really shedding some light on that. I think it's important. No, absolutely, Monica. And the, and the good thing about body weight training is that unlike training in the gym, a lot of times we're using machines or different apparatus. Um, you're learning body awareness. You know, you're learning how to step with your body in different directions. You're learning how to move. You're learning how your body feels in midair. That's one good thing I like about jump roping as opposed to warming up a client on a treadmill. They actually have to be present. You know, it forces them to be to be there. You know, and if you're there and you're conscious, you're actually burning more calories than going at the same speed mindlessly. You know, that's that's actually been established scientifically. So, you know, the body weight forces you to be present, but at the same time for a beginner trainee, it may be a little bit too much. Even in the challenges that, I, that we have going on right now that I'm conducting, I'm doing the challenge right now. You know, I'm training different groups of people at different fitness levels, and I made it affordable for everybody. So I didn't ask uh, for dumbbells or any type of equipment. I'm teaching body weight, but I got to be very careful because I got 50-year-olds in there, 60-year-olds, but at, at the same time making it challenging enough for the 30-year-olds. So a lot of times people don't have the joint flexibility for the body weight movement. So sometimes you got to get in shape to get in shape. But most of those body weight exercises you can do with the band assist. Right, Monica? Absolutely. I was just going to say, you can scale body weight exercises to right. go from the very sedentary person who's just starting out up to a very advanced person because you have the bands, you have the ability to change the angles and to change the resistance using angles and leverage. And um, there was another thing I wanted to mention, and now I can't remember what it is. Dang it, I hate when that happens. <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? It's okay. Hey, Monica, I guess, can I ask a question, Mark, why Monica gathers? I know, Monica, as soon as I start talking, I'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah, go for it, Christy. Hey, Mark. Well, hey, I just left the gym. I love you, and uh, I don't love you at the same time. I just finished your workout. Thank you very much. You're very um, welcome. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is perfect timing because I know that we're um, 
you're helping me change the shape of my triceps. And when I do dips right now, you know, I'm doing dips with my feet up, no weight. Am I allowed to put any weight on this yet or no? Or, or am I never supposed to with what we're working on here? Well, you know, that, that's an interesting question. So that, that, that's good for people to listen to. So I'm, I'm training Christy online. We've never met. And how long have you been uh, training, Christy? Oh, what, six, seven weeks, maybe? Okay, we've been, we're on week six and seven. And uh, Christy, I'm trying to shape her into more of an hourglass and get her more curvy. So Christy is actually very strong in the gym. So she inherently wants to add weight <laughs> and make exercises harder. But if I make her arms any bigger, it's going to make her look blockier because her arms are not, her tricep is not extending past her shoulders. So it's messing up her symmetry. So I'm, I always have to tell Christy to scale back on the weight. <laughs> All right. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I does, that answer, does that answer your question, guys? So a lot of times with the exercise. You're, my, you're a lot nicer on here with it. If you... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got no choice. I got no choice. The public's here. You know, usually it's a little bit more intense when we speak. But when your um, body weight and your training, guys, and you, especially, you know, you got to use the mirror regardless of whether you're inside of the gym or, or, if, you're, uh, or if you're outside of the gym at home. Uh, and if you're using body weight, it's kind of hard to discern how much weight you should be using on a particular body part or a particular set. But you got to gauge your conditioning with your aesthetic at the same time because you don't want to overdevelop muscles that mess up your symmetry if you're concerned about that. Some people only care about conditioning. A lot of people want the social benefits of health and wellness, so they want to get contoured as well. So nothing wrong with either decision, but if you're doing that, you also want to be very conscious of um, if you have a home gym or if you're at home looking in the mirror and see where you're placing that muscle. Any questions or comments on that? You know, because there's two different types of training. There's aesthetic training, and 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 there's physical and if and and if and there's physical conditioning. So let's get back to the uh, the trending. Who can tell me what is the um what's the biggest downward trend in fitness? This is an easy one. I know somebody's gonna pop up with this one. What's what's who's losing the most money right now? In you remember, All right, I knew <laughs> that is a no brainer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, gyms, um, twenty five percent of uh, gyms can close by the end of 221. Uh, so gyms are closing right now. Um, more people are choosing outdoor fitness. 90% um, uh, more online fitness is going on. Um, men are 18.1 more likely percent to choose personal trainers or nutritionists. And 90% more uh to choose online fitness solutions in 2021. So gyms are taking a hit. And um, it's an interesting time for people who are in the fitness industry and trainers like me, because um, prior to the pandemic, the trainers actually had to pay rent to utilize the gym to train the clients in there, as well as the client having to have a membership in gyms. That's usually how most situations go. So on any given day, you could be working in a gym and pay anywhere from, you know, that gym for $300 to $500 every day for working in there. So it's interesting to see now that for the first time since I've been in the fitness industry, the uh, and that's since um, 1994, 1993, and, and, and that's the way it was. You know, the, the gym owners had all the power. The trainers, um, you know, were always renting space. And um, for the first time since 93, you can actually, the trainers now have the power if they take it online and take their online coaching and combine and, and, and get with other 
entrepreneurial entrepreneurs and, and and put packages together and do corporate wellness. I haven't even um uh, talked about spoke about corporate wellness and the money that's in that now. But the average cor- corporate wellness contract is a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You know, so there's so much, uh, so many different ways for trainers to go now. I don't think the gyms are ever going to bounce back in the same way now that people, number one, are happier being at home. You know, they're finding out that, you know, they, they missed out at a lot going on to work. A lot more people are working at home. A lot more people are, 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 are interested in health and fitness to keep their immune systems in hand. So I don't think the gyms are going to go back because you're, you know, it's just you're respirating more. And I worked out in the gym today. But you are breathing heavier <laughs> when you're in the gym. And it's kind of like, man, you know, someone's sick in here. We're all respirating that much heavier. I'm inhaling harder. You, you know, the person's exhaling harder. You know, it just makes you funny feeling, you know, about going to the gym, whether you're vaccinated or not. So, you know, with the current condition uh, with the uh, with the with the uh, corona, with the pandemic, I don't I don't I don't know how the gyms are going to rebound. They're going to have to adjust to their online. They're going to have to make big adjustments as well. And they're also going to have to use more influencers to get their programs going. So, again, there's a lot of opportunity for the independent contractor or entrepreneur who's interested in fitness. Uh, any questions or comments on that? Yes. Is that why? Because um, I was today is my first day going back to the gym to run. I had been running outside, but it's, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like it was so much harder, like. I, I literally, I was thinking, I would think it would be harder outside because the levels and the terrain and stuff changes, but no, it was harder in the gym. And also, um, so my question is, um, like for me, like I've been trying to, I hear that muscle burns faster than fat. So I've been trying to um, gain some muscle. Should I even be paying attention to the scale or my weight since I'm lifting right now or... What, what should I do? Because I'm seeing the scale go up, and I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you, Tony. But, you know, uh, first I'll answer your first question, uh, and remind me if I forget anything. Your first observation, right, you were saying that the gym was a lot harder, and you thought it would be easier since you've been training outside, right? Yes. Yeah, so this is a big misconception, guys, and we only got two minutes left, so I'm going to go quick. You need both. You need the bone density from the resistance training in order not to get injured when you go outside and train. So although Tony was training and working herself aerobically, she wasn't getting that same bone resistance, that bone density, that hardening, that adaptation. Because when you lift weights, you know, the, the biggest thing for women, the biggest benefit is you get that bone density uh, from the lifting as well as the musculature. The reason your weight is going up, I hope, is because you're putting on muscle. Right. So that's a good thing for every pound of muscle is going to speed up your metabolism. But how you can verify that is by using your, your scale if it's a body fat scale, because now you can see if your body fat's going up, then you know it's fat. If your weight's going up, but your body fat's going down, then you know it's muscle. So okay. once you put on enough muscle, that's going to speed up your metabolism and it's going to burn more fat and you're going to lose more weight. So you're just you're just in what they call the recompositioning phase right now. So a lot of people quit during the recomposition phase, but that's just when their metabolisms are about to speed up. So keep on going. Thanks. And you did good with your intro in the last segment. That was good. I appreciate you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. 
Uh, guys, I'm almost out. Any more questions or comments? We've got Kimberly at 4.30, but I had a blast. I hope I inspired you guys and gave you some value and gave you some tips, both entrepreneurial and personally, uh, to get on top of these trends and, and use them to enhance your journey after you finish these challenges. Any questions or comments, fam? Hey, Mark. Hold on. I didn't hear you. I was listening to your all I, it makes me feel like I need to come out of pre-K. I'm sorry, one more time? In other words, I need to step my game up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you need to step your game up, but you need the right information. So that's what we're here to do, man. We're all champions in different uh, aspects. So, you know, I'm a student on every other class and every other hour, but I was glad to uh, help you out. You step your game up. You guys, you need some extra information. Get at me on our Instagram at the Mark Jenkins. All right, fam? I'm Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.